Welcome to Sizzling Arrow Outdoors, where we learn to cultivate, harvest, and prepare clean, organic food. I am Paul Rhodes, the host and founder of this podcast and the company known as Sizzling Arrow Outdoors. Well, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you all being here. Well, I hope that you had a chance to listen to last week's interview episode with Jamie Ager from Hickory Nut Gap farms in fairview north carolina you know it, it was a great conversation if you haven't had a chance to check it out yet make sure you go and do that after this episode and hear what jamie has to say about farming family and meat production uh, a lot of great information within that interview show so i know you're not going to want to miss that so make sure you check that out if you haven't done so already and if you have listened to it and you haven't checked out jamie's website make sure you go and check that out too that's hickorynutgap.com and you know order some beef or pork or chicken. I know that, you know, the beef is absolutely delicious and I'm sure the pork and chicken is just as good. So do yourself a favor and order some of their meat from the website. Or if you live in the mountainous region of North Carolina, just go to your local Ingalls or Whole Foods and pick up some there. I know you won't regret it. Another mention that I want to do before we get started is, you know, we still have the cooking classes coming up and June 26th. So if you're local to the Triangle, Raleigh, Cary Chapel Hill area and you want to take part in the backyard grilling series, make sure you shoot me an email, paul at sizzlingarrow.com and I can get you some of that information over and give you a list of the items that we'll be cooking through the different dates, which I can run over those dates here real quick. They are again, dates are June 26th, July 17th, July 24th, August 7th, August 14th, and the times run from 4.30 to 6.30, and it is located here in Cary, North Carolina. So we're going to be grilling up some really good stuff and showing a few tips and tricks uh, that you can take back home and do in your own backyard. You know, if you like grilling or if you just want to try something different in the kitchen, you know, come and see me and we'll uh, give you a few different uh, tactics that you can use in your own kitchen or in your own backyard. So definitely look forward to seeing you there if you guys are local. Today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to go over 10 life lessons that uh, you can learn from the outdoors and that I've definitely learned over the years being an outdoorsman myself. And we're just going to kind of get into it. shouldn't take us too long to run through these, but they're definitely uh, something that I feel is important to know, especially if you're looking to get into the outdoors or if you have had any outdoor experience and when i'm talking outdoors i'm not talking about going to your local park and maybe throwing a fishing line in the pond you know that's that's good you know our local parks are great and i love spending time there too but i'm actually talking about going and having an adventure out in uh, the actual wilderness and being away from any kind of civilized life any human contact except for the group that you're with and especially and one disclaimer i want to say before we get into it if you are just starting out with your outdoor adventures and you haven't had a lot of experience with it and you're not seasoned with hiking or hunting or, you know, taking fishing excursions, make sure you go with a group of knowledgeable and experienced people for the first, you know, three or four times just to gain that experience and learn from them, use them as mentors and just learn as you go. Because the last thing we want is for someone to go out and try to experience an outdoor adventure and then, get lost, get hurt. Uh, the outdoors is very um, unforgiving. And if you're not prepared or not knowledgeable or know what you're doing, you can get severely hurt or um, even worse, you may not come back. So make sure you go with some experienced people and learn from them before you try to go out and do it on your own. 
So going into the 10 life lessons that um, I feel the outdoors has taught me over the years and that I feel the outdoors can teach you and the youth or children uh, learn from this as well. So the first one is patience. You need a lot of patience to really enjoy the outdoors, especially if you're a hunter or a fisher. I mean, even a backpacker, kayaker, you know, for example, I'm, I'm going to use hunting as an example because that's what I do more so than anything. You know, if you're out there sitting, well, let's, let's backtrack. If you're, you're starting before the season even starts, so you're setting up cameras or you're setting up tree stands or you're scouting areas, you know, sitting for hours on end. If you're scouting, looking over the area that you're planning to hunt or hiking up into these areas that you're planning to hunt, looking for signs of animals that you're pursuing, whether it's elk or deer. And, you know, if you're out here in the woods setting tree stands, you know, you're putting tree stands up, setting cameras, going out and checking those periodically and cutting shooting lanes and stuff like that. So, and then once you actually get into the hunting season, you're sitting in the stand or you're out hiking around in the back country looking for these animals and you may not see anything for a couple of days. You may not see anything for a week, but you have to be patient and you have to know that the final outcome of your hard work and persistence uh, is going to be worth the wait. So you got to be very patient and that overflows into everyday life. If you're patient with that and you learn to be patient with doing the hobbies that you enjoy to do, you're going to be more patient in everyday life with your family, with your work and all that good stuff. So it just kind of flows over. So very important there with the patience. So number two is perseverance or persistence, if you would. So you have to be persistent and you can't stop when it gets difficult or frustrating. Um, if you want to have the success of, you know, getting that animal that you're pursuing, catching that fish that you've always wanted to catch or catching that bigger fish that you've wanted to catch, or, you know, getting through the next five miles of the hike before you get to the campground where you can actually take your boots off and relax a little bit and look at the views that you're going uh, up there to see. And, you know, you just can't, you can't stop. You got to keep moving forward. You got to be persistent. You got to put in the time to uh, reap the reward, if you would. Number three, self-reliance. So if you, I mean, even if you're out with a group, you have to have some sort of confidence in yourself. You have to know that you can trust yourself and uh, depend on the skills that you have and that the research and the knowledge that you've taken in from others will pay off, you know, especially when you're by yourself. You know, Being self-reliant and uh, being able to harvest an animal, clean an animal, um, catch a fish, clean a fish, get it back to the house, prepare it up, you know, whatever it may be, cook, cook that up for your family, uh, get it in the freezer so it doesn't spoil, you know, stuff like that, you know, being self-reliant where you don't have to rely on other people to do these works for you. The outdoors definitely teaches that quite a bit, especially when you're hunting and fishing, even uh, again, backpacking or kayaking, no one's going to row your kayak for you. You gotta, you gotta be able to rely on yourself to do that. No one's going to, you know, uh, carry you up the mountain. You gotta, you know, carry you and your packs and everything that you need for survival while you're out there in the wilderness on your own. No one else is going to do that for you. So you got to be self-reliant. Number four is confidence. So once you've mastered the patience, you've been persistent, put in the time, 
harvested the animal or caught the fish or, you know, um, reached your summit wherever you're hiking to, you know, you, you can gain that confidence knowing that you have accomplished something that you set out to do. Yeah, that, that definitely builds the confidence. And, you know, the confidence comes, you know, especially with kids, you know, if they're on the outdoors and they catch their first fish or make their first two mile hike to the campground or, you know, paddle up the stream, you know, go across the lake in the kayak or the canoe uh, on their own, or, you know, they actually get to drive the boat or whatever it is that you guys do, you know, or, you know, shoot their first deer or uh, any, any of that. Uh, kids are going to have a bigger sense of self-confidence uh, when they are able to accomplish such things outdoors. I mean, granted, they can gather confidence elsewhere. But I find that the outdoors is definitely a great way to um, build confidence in kids and in adults as well. So uh, number five is focus. Uh, you need a lot of focus, especially during your training, whether you're training for a long uh, hiking trip, training for a long canoe or kayaking trip, practicing fly fishing, practicing archery or shooting. Um, I mean, you gotta you gotta have a lot of focus and consistency with these things when you're out in the field and the deer walks out in front of you and you're getting ready to shoot you need to be 100% focused when that deer comes in to where you're not going to make a mistake or get flustered when he comes in or surprised you know the last thing you want to do is when he comes in you've been sitting there for five hours and he comes in and surprises you and you're not ready because you weren't focused you're sitting there staring at your phone so you definitely don't want to do that. But yeah, focus is definitely very important. It's one of those things that the outdoors is going to teach you to be better at. Inner strength. So when you are out in the backcountry, you'll really kind of figure out what your inner strength and uh, physical strength capabilities are. Because, you know, if you're hiking 10 miles or 12 miles a day or whatever it may be, or if you're dragging a deer out of the woods or, you know, backpacking out uh, an elk, you know, that's, I mean, you're looking, if you're hunting mule deer, 200, bringing an elk, you're looking 600 maybe pounds of meat that you got to bring out of this rugged terrain. And, uh, yeah, you're going to, you're going to want to keel over and die practically uh, once you get about halfway <laughs> through that. But it's, uh, you got to dig deep into yourself and find the inner strength and oomph, if you would, to get you through and get you back to the truck. And then you can feel that sense of accomplishment once you, once you do that. But outdoors, definitely hunting, dragging stuff out, you know, hiking, backpacking, you're going to find that inner strength that you never knew that you had when things get tough. Number seven is going to be teamwork. So as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you're going to want to go in and with a group, especially if you are just starting out. But I mean, even if you are not just starting out, you've been doing this all your life, going with a group is really fun because you have people to share the experiences with and you got people that you can kind of lean on. So that's kind of where your teamwork comes in. So, you know, when you're hunting, you got a group of guys that will help you carry the animal out, 
break it down, fabricate it, package it, you know, stuff like that. Fish and trip, same thing. They'll help you clean the fish, vacuum seal it, package it. So, I mean, there's a lot of camaraderie and teamwork that goes into all outdoor activities and no one's going to let you sink. No one's going to let you fail when you're in the outdoors uh, if, if they can help it. I mean, some of the things are completely up to you. Like if you're hunting or fishing, you have to be able to set the hook. No one's going to be able to do that for you. You're going to have to be able to make a good shot. No one's going to be able to do that for you. But once the hard work comes in, that's where the teamwork comes in. And that's when it's good to have a group of individuals there by your side to help you along with that. And then you can help them along with theirs when theirs comes. So theirs may come before, theirs may come after. But, you know, it's, it's definitely good to have a group of, group of people along there with you to share the experience and have a good time, but also help each other with the, uh, when the dirty stuff comes, comes to play. Along with teamwork, number eight is trust. So when you're working with a group of individuals and even with yourself, you're going to find that all the challenges and everything that come along with outdoor activities, there, there's got to be a sense of trust that you have with your fellow hunters or fellow backpackers or fellow fishermen to where one, they're not going to give up your spots if you take them to a special spot. That, that's one. They're going to have your back in, in case something crazy happens, such as, you know, a charging bear or something like that. You know, they have to be able to trust you to be able to pick up the slack and help in case of a you know emergency and vice versa. So you have to have a level of trust when you have a group of people or you have to be able to trust yourself to know when to say, okay, things are getting dangerous. Maybe it's time to back up. You know, maybe I should go a different route. Uh, you know, trust your instinct if you're on your own. You know, you got to have that level of trust in yourself as well. Number nine is respect. The longer you spend outdoors, the more respect you're going to have for Mother Nature and the more respect you're going to have for the lands that we use and where you actually go out and spend time. And when I'm talking respect, I'm talking about, you know, picking up what you take in, you know, take out what you take in and then also take out what other people may have not taken out. So, you know, you want to make sure that we leave outdoors as clean as possible to where it can be enjoyed for, you know, generations after generations and it's getting littered up with bottles and trash and cans and all that junk. It's, it's not going to be inhabitable for generations to come and it's just you know we got to be respectful of that and we got to make sure that we take care of the land that is out there that we enjoy so much and then also you know when you have that kind of respect that respect's going to fall over into everyday life too you'll find that you'll have more respect for the food that you consume because you know exactly where that food is coming from or how it is prepared what it takes to feed yourself like you another living beings life is being taken so you can live you know that's a great thing with kids when they're involved in fishing and hunting they they can see the full cycle of life and they know where their food's coming from how that food is prepared and and not take it for granted and they're going to have better respect for the food that they're eating you know not waste it you know we hope anyway so that that's respect so definitely the outdoors teaches respect not just for the outdoors but for everyday life as well all right. So number 10 is humility. So humility comes in the outdoors pretty much consistently. It happens 
all the time. Let's say just a few few things that I can think of off the top of my head is, you know, if you've been pursuing an animal or a deer and you get the opportunity, which is very quick, and you blow that opportunity, you miss it, and you never see them again, uh, that's, that's humility. If you are fishing a river and you've had no luck all day and then you finally get a one to come up and bite at the lure but you miss to set the hook that's humility so again that's one of the things that i enjoy the most because you're not guaranteed anything out there and it's very challenging to do outdoor activities and you know be successful at them consistently and you know you just need to embrace it and just learn from your mistakes and move on and just try not to make those mistakes more than once. You know, that's, that's a great thing about that. But, you know, humility definitely comes along with outdoor activities and, you know, it's a great learning experience for anyone that is doing it. So anyway, those are my top 10 life lessons that you can learn from the outdoors. I'm just going to roll through them real quick here. Again, I've got number one, patience. Number two, perseverance or persistence. Number three, self-reliance. Number four, confidence. Number five, focus. Number six, inner strength. Number seven, teamwork. Number eight, trust. Number nine, respect. Number 10, humility. So again, those are my top 10. And I think that everyone can learn these from doing outdoor activities. And there's a lot of other lessons that you can learn from outdoors. But again, I think these are the most common things that you'll find out there and that you can roll into everyday life. So Anyway, that's really all I got for you today. I appreciate y'all listening. And, you know, definitely if you like this episode and if you found it useful, helpful, or interesting, make sure you leave us a five-star rating. And we're still, you know, still need reviews, always need reviews and ratings. So make sure you leave us a review and tell us what you think of the uh, podcast. And yeah, love love to read what you guys are thinking about and uh, what you like about it and all that good stuff. So make sure you do that for me. That would uh, definitely go a long way and I'd greatly appreciate it. Check us out on the socials, which is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all at Sizzling Arrow. And if you haven't done so yet, check out the website, www.sizzlinarrow.com. And uh, a lot of great stuff in there. We have blogs. We have membership signups uh, to where you can get recipes and some uh, one-on-one video cooking instruction from me and, you know, other cool things that are coming along. And, of course, we have merchandise, hats, tumblers, uh, T-shirts. So great stuff there. Make sure you check that out if you haven't done so already. And, you know, shoot us an email if you're interested in the cooking class. You know, if you're local, you know, shoot us an email, paul at sizzlinarrow.com, and let us know you'd like to sign up for that as well. Uh, you know, even if you're not local, shoot me an email too. Love to hear from you and we can chit chat back and forth through that. So again, thank you very much for tuning in at episode after episode. And, you know, we'll be back here the third week of this month with another one. And we have a great interview show coming at the end of the month as well. And it's going to just kind of a little tip It's going to cover some precision rifle information. So cool stuff there. But anyway, in the meantime, you know, get outside, get in the kitchen and just simply make things happen. And y'all take care.